Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hey everyone, welcome to the Josie Show. It's Josie Passantino Boone here bringing you another Josie Show with a fun packed episode of music and interviews. And my guests today are country music artist Patrick Gibson, along with this incredible duo who actually have great um, success on their own, but now they're a duo, Diane Barry and Joe Wade Smith. So we get the chance to chat with all three of these guests, Patrick Gibson, Diane Barry, and Joe Wade Smith. So up first is my interview with Patrick Gibson. So enjoy. Please welcome to the Josie Show, Patrick Gibson. Hello. Josie, how are you? Oh, doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm I'm loving this. I get to meet new people. You know, you get a new song and you get to meet all these people, even if it is like virtual or over a phone. But I'm really excited to meet you. Oh, well, I'm very excited to meet you. Your latest release is incredible. It's doing so well, getting such great response. The American Prayer, which premiered on Newsmax. Can you share the inspiration behind this single? Yeah, one, Newsmax was awesome to allow us on. Um, but the song itself, the American Prayer, uh, you know, the world is going through very cool, weird, crazy transition, right? All kinds of things happening in the world. And um, I took the pen and paper because I felt um, we needed to let our military and especially our LEOs, our law enforcement officers, know that they are loved, appreciated, and cared for. And I think that's what we did. You know, we were able to drop some lyrics that kind of brought the listener inside the families of the law enforcement officers and such, uh, help them to understand that it's an everyday sacrifice. It's not just an eight-hour job, but it's an everyday sacrifice, not just for that person serving, but also for the family that's involved. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like we nailed the lyrics, you know, and, and, and putting the music to it, because if you have good lyrics the music's not good people are going to turn it off so praise god he gave us the ability to put a message together it's such a great message too i hope everyone checks it out it's available everywhere music is sold and streamed digitally right now so go and find it check it out you won't regret it i promise you and can you tell us about the making of the official music video because you did include footage of um, our men and women in law enforcement it was such a a beautifully well done music video can you tell us about the making of this video yeah so we actually have two videos we have a lyric video and then we have the first original music video uh, for the American Prayer. And my plan for the original one was, I like hometown. I like small town. Um, you know, I don't feel that we need to hype things up. Just let be what needs to be let be. And I wanted to include people that I personally know, family and friends that are currently serving as law enforcement officers and their families. And I wanted to bring that to light. I wanted people to see that it's real. Um, law enforcement families are a real thing. And even the opportunity that we had to perform uh, for these individuals uh, in past, it's real. It's not just a song that we sing. Um, but it's legit. 
And a lot of those faces, you know, whether it be the kids of the law enforcement officers or the wives of the law enforcement officers, um, you know, they're all going through something. And like I say, the struggle is not just for that officer who's serving, whether it be a police officer or, mil- or military. Um, they're all going through this together. And man, is it important that we pray for them? And that's, you know, that's what the song says. God bless the U.S., one nation under God. Mm, absolutely. It's such an incredible song. And like you said, I think lyrically, musically, it's just such, I mean, it will touch you. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. It will touch you. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to perform this single yet because I know shows are, you know, still a little bit, you know, on and off. But what have been people's initial reactions to hearing this song for the very first time? So I can tell you, um, you know, even just uh, from posting it, as we have released it on all the digital platforms, whether it be Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, we kind of sampled the song before we released it. And um, some of the families that you see in the video, uh-huh. um, I had them listen to it because I wanted to say, I wanted to make sure we were delivering a true message. And I tell you what, one of the ladies, she has a Police Wives Matter type page. Mm-hmm. And uh, the response that those ladies were sharing, you know, they were laughing over it. They were crying over oh. it. And, you know, she was sharing sharing the stuff with me and I'm like, oh my, I kind of want to just give him a big old air hug, you know, and be like, oh my goodness. So um, the response has been great. When you get people that walk up and shake your hand, and I think I can speak for all songwriters, when somebody walks up after an original performance of a song that you've written, uh, whether they got a tear in an eye or a smile on their face and they just say, thank you. As simple as that, man, that that's, that is success from a songwriter's eyes because we were able to jump into their life, into their heart and and just bring something up so we've had some really good reaction whether it be uh, internationally or whether it be here in my hometown or whether it just be across the nation you know it's it's been good radio's loving it so boy are we lucky there yes yes everybody's loving it i mean it really is incredible we're going to be adding it to country blast radio our station so um, people will be able to hear it there as well but it's such a great song and like i said it is available now everywhere music is sold and streamed digitally you'll be able to find it on spotify uh, Apple Music, it's everywhere. <laughs> so go and check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And I have to ask because I need more. You know, the single really got the vibe going. I'm sure everyone that's going to hear it is going to want more. So are you currently working on any other projects that you could tell us about? Maybe an album or are you doing some writing? What can you tell of course. Me? So I'll go ahead and speak just a little bit. We are, uh, well, we're always writing. You know, I, I think any uh, musical artist, they're always writing something. Right. Um, but I think we've picked some of the cream of the crop to focus on and here in the future, we do see an EP coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to make sure that we keep our focus on this original message, the message that God intended to us to put out for the American prayer. So we don't want to lose sight of that. But are we working on stuff? Absolutely. And I will say, uh, Father's Day, we got a little special something going to hit the market or hit the ears. So uh, just just be paying attention. Ooh, keep in touch, everyone, and people will be able to find you at your website, pgcountry.com, and also you're all over social networking as well. Can you give out those links? For people to connect with you after the show. Yeah, yeah, it's there, pgcountry.com, and we really want to encourage people. The first thing the industry looks at is is your Facebook followers. You know, I'm just a little hometown boy, and uh, this is our first major single, so if people would be kind enough to follow us on Facebook and ask their friends to like our page and do the same, that would be super-duper-duper helpful. Yes, follow, 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 and also share, like you said, share with your friends and family and neighbors. <laughs> share with everybody that you know. Please do. <laughs> but I do want to go back a little bit, because I am interested in how you got started in music when did you realize this passion for music when did this all get started well it started young for me um 
you know, I, I grew up in a family of music. My dad and his cousins, so my uncles and, and my aunts and all of them, they were bass players, guitar players, singers. Um, some of them just listeners, but that's okay. Needless to say, you know, I was, I guess they say you cut your teeth on it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Uh, so I was in third grade. My dad had a local Southern rock band. They played some country music as well. And uh, I don't know if he was just looking to make more tips that night, but he invited me up to sing a Randy Travis Heroes and Friends. You know, I've, I've always been a big Randy Travis fan. So I did that. I don't know what his tip jar looked like after that song. Maybe people were ready to go home or they just thought it was cute. But, you know, I've been in uh, uh, choirs uh, growing up, some professional children's choirs, and I had a a voice of a soprano, too. You know, that's pretty high. That's pretty high. But I think after becoming an adult, trying to hit that note is like a different song, right? So I picked up the guitar probably about the age of 12 or 13 and uh, started writing music then. And then it's just been great ever since. You know, I've played the church. I'm the worship leader at the church. You know, we try to encourage people to turn to the gospel, even if it's through song. Mm-hmm. Um, so music has been great for us. It's been a platform. Um, we cut our first record uh, that we recorded out of Nashville with a man by the name of Andy Anderson back in 2005, and we released it in 2006. Um, not much digital there. I was totally blinded, had no clue about the digital world, as I'm learning now. Right. <laughs> but uh, our, our first record did really well for us from a, a statewide standpoint. And, uh, you know, we're super excited about this project coming up because we get to continue our musical endeavor. And uh, I've got three kids and a beautiful wife, and mm-hmm. uh, they all love music, too. So hopefully I can be an influence and uh, I'll be able to disciple to, to them in many ways through song as well. Yes, you never know. Maybe one day they'll see, look at you and see the messages that you are putting out there and are like, hey, Dad, I want to do this too. This is, this seems like a really neat thing, you know, neat platform. You know, I hope so. I hope so. And I hope that's what uh, our country music listeners uh, across the world take from the American prayer, that there's a message to be heard. Um, there are men and women out there that need our prayer now more than ever, and that would be our military and our law enforcement. You know, overall, first responders, um, they really need some love and some encouragement because sometimes, you know, they take the weight of the problems and put it on their shoulders so we don't have to deal with it. Praise God for that, but I feel it's it's our duty to pray for them and encourage them. Absolutely. Praise God for that. I mean, without them, I don't know what what would, you know, what would happen, honestly. I mean, they are there for us and don't even <laughs> ask for anything in return. You know what I mean? So Yes, Polk County's uh, Sheriff Brady Judd. I don't know if you've heard the name. Yeah, He's a- I saw the video. He's a fantastic guy, and as he stated in that video, you know, talking about our song, he said a police officer will write you a ticket in the day, but come nighttime, he will jump in front of a bullet for you. I think that's something we need to remember. You have to put that into perspective, yeah. I mean, you always have to remember that when you see, you know, men and women in blue. I mean, it's it's an incredible song, The American Prayer. Like I said, I hope everyone checks it out. And live shows, I know are slowly but surely coming back around. Do you have any shows in the books that you could tell us about as of, as of yet? I do. So right now, we're working on you know, we want to get all of our studio stuff going. Um, we wanted to get this song launched out, so we've been uh, focused really hard on that. We've been doing a lot of interviews. It's so crazy. And, mm-hmm. and I tell you what, Josie, we could not survive without people like yourself allowing us to uh, share our story. So I really appreciate you. you. But, yeah, here we are. We are starting a book. I, I think we're starting to see some things happening in uh, September moving forward. Um, you know, we've kind of shut down the past uh, couple months just to uh, complete some things. And uh, as the industry is opening back up, we are excited uh, to be moving on. And I want to encourage people to 
on our website, we have our tour dates, um, mm-hmm. you know, what we already have established. And then as they grow, I want to encourage people to follow us because we'd love to meet everybody and give. It ain't even got to be air hugs anymore. I will give you a hug <laughs> with my mask off. There you go. Yes, we could do that now. I love that. PGCountry.com. Please make sure you check out the website right now and keep in touch with Patrick Gibson. And we're excited to continue to follow your journey, your musical journey. And we would love to come out to a show and see you perform live. That would be a treat. So, But thank you so, so much much for joining me and i'd love to have you back on anytime yeah well i look forward to it and uh, i want to give a quick shout out to our team that made this happen uh, scott sexton at 2911 media out of nashville they're great people and also our radio team uh, larry paragas with nine north records out of nashville um they are great and but most of all uh, to you and also to the country music listeners thank you so much for your support in country radio of the american prayer well thank you so much you have a dream team behind you you really do you have a great team out there promoting <laughs> you you do <laughs> Oh, man. God sure put us together for a reason, didn't he? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) They really did. Patrick Gibson, everyone, thank you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, okay? Uh, Likewise. I appreciate you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. And we are back. We have The American Prayer by Patrick Gibson, so let's play that now, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Stay with us. Can't sleep, cause he ain't home She always has the coffee on She never knows where he's been It's on her mind every now and then She showers up to wash off the night And lays the babies down As they hold each other tight She prays to them out loud
I hope you enjoyed this interview with this incredible duo who've had incredible careers on their own. So this is a fun, fun story, a fun one. So here, I hope you enjoy my interview. Please welcome to the Josie Show, Diane Barry and Joe Wade-Smith. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. How are the two of you doing today? We're doing awesome. Great. Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. So we have to chat about the latest single because I am addicted to it. I listen to it all the time. I love it. It's called We Never Had It Easy, But We Always Had It Good. Can you share the inspiration behind this single for our audience? Well, we have a friend named Bobby Reed. He's a prolific songwriter. He's he's written so many beautiful songs. And he wrote that song about 19 years ago, uh, along with Anita Stapleton. Oh, wow. And he played it for Joe and me, mm-hmm. and we loved it. It was done as a single, mm-hmm. but we thought it'd make a great duet. Absolutely, absolutely. What's not to love about it, right? I mean, it's one of those songs that you can't help but fall in love with. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You're very welcome. And the two of you are just incredible artists, individually, but also together. I, I wanted to ask, you know, how did the two of you come together? Because you guys are the dream team. How did you guys, you know, meet and begin working together? Down a few Benefit shows, mm-hmm. we didn't really know each other in the in the past, so we have mm-hmm. crossed paths a few times. So we knew of each other, but we really didn't know each other at the time. Right. So that's how that's what kind of broke the ice, I guess. Right. Music's always a great great icebreaker. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We just uh, kind of were fans of each other, and he came and sang with me on a show that I was doing, and then about a month later, he invited me to come listen to him. So I did, and I sat in, and then the, the next time he played, I sat and, and played the whole show with him, and from that moment on, we've played together. That's fabulous. That's we, fabulous. Just, we just really clicked. I mean, we were playing for maybe 15 minutes, and somebody in the crowd was like, well, how many years have you been playing together? And we're like, uh, <laughs> 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a good sign. <laughs> yes. Great sign. Yeah. <laughs> That's fabulous. And now y'all are official 2021 nominees at the 7th Annual Josie Music Awards. Congratulations and well-deserved. Oh, thank, <laughs> oh, thank you. you. That's awesome. We're excited about that. Thank you. Yes, yes, you're very welcome. Like I said, it's very well-deserved. And hopefully I'll be able to see you in September. I'd love to meet y'all. Oh, we'd love to meet you too, Josie. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) And I have to ask, are you both working on any new music as of right now? Are you guys writing? What's been going on in your world musically? We're doing a little writing and we're working on a few duos. We're working on some more duets uh, in the studio. And we're going to put out an entire album 
of duets. It'd be like stepping back in time. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Something about a duet just thrills me. I love it. I mean, just how two voices can, like, blend together and sound so good together. It's just such a rare thing. And the two of you just blend so well together. It's like Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's like y'all have been sitting here forever. You're welcome. So, and, you know, of course, both of you have had individual careers. So I'd love to know how music all started for the two of you individually. Diane, let's start with you first. When did you realize music was what you wanted to pursue? How did this all begin for you? Well, my my family played music. I grew up listening to my mama and my daddy play. Um, Mm -hmm. My father taught me how to play guitar when I was about 13 years old. And then I joined the family band. And uh, then my sister, I have a a sister two years older than I. Um, and she played guitar and sang also. And then my brother came along later, and he joined the band. I've had music around me all my life. I moved to Nashville in 1982 and worked at Opryland in one of the shows. And then that fall, I was Roy Cuff's guest on the Grand Ole Opry. And from that point, I worked the Opry for 28 years with different people. Wow. And uh, I've been really fortunate. And I just, I can't imagine a life without music. It's in your blood. <laughs> I know, I know. Right? That's what it sounds like. And for Joe, you know, Joe, it sounds like you, you know, it's been in your blood as well for a while. So can you tell us how it began for you? Well, I started when I was about 12, about the same age. And uh, my grandfather got me a guitar and uh, I learned a few chords and I'd sit in with my my cousins and uncles every once in a while when I was younger, which kind of kickstarted everything. And then uh, I was just on bands off and on since I was about 17, 18. Just always had a love for it and, uh, you know, like to write, um, love to sing. If I didn't have something, I'd make it. I mean, I'm, I made my first microphone. <laughs> I, had to rig, I had to rig stuff up to do what I wanted to do, but that's, you know, that's about where it all kind of started. And once it, you know, once it gets on you, then, you know, you just never really let it go. And I didn't do it full time until I was coming here to Nashville. I'm singing a whole lot more now. That's about where I sit with it. It's, it's you know just love it. Oh know. yeah, you could tell. Oh, he's got Joe has songs that are being played in Australia, in Norway, in England, and oh. and everywhere. He's he's got a, a large large fan base. Congratulations! I mean, there's nothing better than that than to get your music out there to literally the world. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it'll go places I never will. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Uh, I think that is just so neat. And where can everyone find the new single, We Never Had It Easy, But We Always Had It Good? Where can we find that, along with all the other music that you have out there? It's on iTunes right now. It's on iTunes iTunes. and Amazon, Apple Music. Um, If you look it up, you'll you'll find different places that sell it. Right. It's everywhere. Or you could could go to Joe's Facebook page or my Facebook page. We're having a, a website being built right now for Joe and Diane. But uh, for now, you can go to our Facebook pages, and uh, we'll be more than happy to make sure you have a copy of that. Find them both on Facebook. Do it right now. Diane Berry and, of course, (laughs) Joe Wade Smith. Check them out. Um, I urge you to. Both of you are just incredible artists and people, and I want everyone to connect with you all after the show. And not only connect with you, but for those out there who may be in your area or, um, you know, how do you have any upcoming live shows that maybe you could tell us about? Uh, so we play a lot in uh, Pleasant View and Ashland City mm-hmm. at the Sidelines Bar and Grill, and that's just it's it's kind of laid back. It's nice. It's it's a nice place to play, and we've been playing through the whole pandemic. We've never stopped. The so. first the first part of June, we're going to Arkansas. 
and uh, we'll be playing in Dardanelle, Arkansas on the mm-hmm. 5th. And uh, that night, uh, we're going to sing the national anthem for the rodeo. Uh, Dardanelle uh, has a brand new True Grit trail that runs through Arkansas. It starts at Dardanelle. I don't know if you remember the movie True Grit with John yeah, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the character, Maddie Ross, she said, my name is Maddie Ross. I'm from Dardanelle in Yale County. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where I grew up, Josie. And uh, so we're going to sing the national anthem for the True Grit Trail Rodeo uh, Saturday night. I can't wait for all of the, you know, new music that you all have coming out. I'm definitely going to get that album, that duets album, once you all have it out there. We'd love to have you back on. We're ready. Thank you. I'm sure you get one. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And I have some fun questions for you all if you're ready. Okay. All right. All right. So the first one, speaking of, of live shows and performances, um, have y'all ever had any embarrassing or, or just a funny moment on stage and live and in person? It happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes we get to laughing at I don't know what, and then right. everybody else starts laughing, and sometimes we can't start singing. And but you know, with our with our shows, it's all it's all real, uncut. I mean, you know, we're just as human as anybody. Yeah. So, uh, so that that be about the funniest thing I remember is, I mean, but that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of funny things happen. I was working with Johnny Russell one time in Branson, uh-huh. and uh, our our lead guitar player, he was supposed to play the intro to both songs. It was a medley, and uh, he started out on the lead guitar, and he turned around and put his guitar down, picked up his fiddle to intro the the second part of the medley. And when he he went da 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 da, and then his fiddle bow went flying across the stage. Ooh! <laughs> and uh, and of course the whole band just cracked up, and Johnny Russell turned around like, uh, "What's so funny?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, he got fired and rehired the same day. So <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my right. Oh yeah, Joe and I. Joe and I had a lot of fun yeah. playing yeah. music. I could tell. That's what it's about. It's having fun. You know, not only the yeah, music you- part, but. Behind the scenes. Yeah, you can't have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. That really is what it's about. And a couple more fun questions for you. Is there a place that you have not performed? It could be anywhere in the world that you have not had the opportunity to, to perform at that you would love to. She's uh, done a lot of places that I haven't. So I've, I mean, the, the rhyme, and I think I'd like to do that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I know she's, she's played on stage here before, but that's I think that'd answer. be kind of, kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for me, I like, like I said, I've worked at Opry so long, and every November we go back to the Ryman. But mm-hmm. for me, a thrill would be to work the Ryman Auditorium with Joe. Yes, yeah. That, that would be totally different. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. That would be a blast, wouldn't it? Come on. Oh, yeah. Let's make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. What was your, I have to ask, you know, what was it like the first time, you know, performing at the Ryman? You know, I mean, just the, all the history that's walked through those doors. Well, what is that feeling like? Well, <laughs> I, when I went out there to sing, uh, I was, see, I grew up listening to the Grand Ole Opry. Right. My family loved it. And on Saturday evenings, of course, the power was boosted up for the Opry and you could hear it everywhere. So we listened to the Grand Ole Opry, and then to actually walk out there on stage and stand there and look at the audience. Um, I, I have a recording of the first time I was ever on the Opry singing two songs, and I sound like I'm nine years old because I could barely breathe. <laughs> I'd be the same way. I'm surprised you breathed at all. <laughs> be I'd be like, oh, gosh, hyperventilating. Yeah. But it, was, it, was just, it was such a thrill. Roy Cuff asked me before we went out there, he said, are you scared? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he said, well, that's a good thing. 
right. if, if you told me you weren't, I think you were lying. Right. right. So, it's a normal reaction. <laughs> but it was it was wonderful. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I I really can't. I'd be passing out before I could even get through the door. Um, but I wanted <laughs> the last question that I have for both of you: Is there an artist out there today that y'all would love to work with? Well, for me, I guess all the a lot of the good ones are are not here anymore. Right. So uh, I wouldn't mind hanging out with. Uh, with uh, Mo Pitney a little bit because I, I kind of like his uh, style on stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd be a good one. <laughs> for sure. He'd be a lot of fun, too, I think. Yeah. For sure. well, I'd, I'd like to sing with uh, Gene Watson. <gasps> yes. For sure. Y'all have some good taste. Y'all love the classics. I'm all for it. I could see it happening. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Josie. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. I want to thank you both so much for joining me. Please come back on any time, okay? Okay. We, we will. Thank we, you. We look forward to September. Yes. See y'all soon. September. Okay. Thank you. Thank we'll you. see you soon. Thank Bye-bye. You so Bye-bye. And we are back. Uh, so we have a great song, great duet, Would You Love Me, by Diane Barry and Joe Wade Smith, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Here we go. If I live in some old shack, would you want me? Just the clothes on my back Would you need me If that's all I had to give And that's how we had to live Would you share that world with me Would you love me
If we woke up broke some morning, would you want me? Would a touch and loving smile still make it all worthwhile through each challenge and each trial? Would you love me? tuning in to the Josie Show, and thank you to my guests, Patrick Gibson, Diane Barry, and Joe Wade Smith. Please check them all out right now on all of their social networking sites, along with their music on everywhere music is available. They're on all the outlets, so please make sure you check them all out, and thank you again so much for tuning in, spending your Thursday night with us, and I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and weekend ahead. Stay safe out there, y'all. Good night. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.